Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danka, Barrett Jack Dish, and Ryan Huang with you. It's time now for Why It Matters. We're still in this pandemic and mm. we're still talking about these issues. Supply chain crunch, energy prices, and now geopolitical tensions, mm. uh, safety issues. And the common factor linking all of this is the maritime industry. Yeah, and I do know that a lot of Singaporeans have become more and more aware of this because we're ordering more online. <laughs> we're ordering more products online. And everyone's waiting around for yeah, those deliveries. Yeah. And when they don't come on time, they get all upset. So really, this whole industry, I think, has risen in the consciousness of a lot of Singaporeans. Yeah? And shipping actually accounts for 90% of all global trade, 3%, though, of global greenhouse gas emissions as well. Okay, so without an acceleration in sustainability efforts, industry GHG emissions you know, could grow by 50% from the levels uh, in 2008. And this could be, you know, this could happen as soon as the year 2050. Mm, quite worrying, right? And these are the issues, I think, at the forefront now in Singapore as we head towards becoming greener as well and more sustainable as a nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course, we have the world's busiest port and they <laughs> aim to tackle this in the Maritime 2030 vision for a vibrant and more sustainable innovation ecosystem in maritime. Yeah, so one of the things they want to do is public-private uh, partnerships, that's going to be vital mm. to integrating R&D, innovation, commercialization, logistics and supply chain, and of course, talent development so that they can transform the maritime sector. Our next guest, Pax Ocean, mm. is doing their part to help the maritime sector go green. They're leading the launch and the MOU formalization of what's called the Coastal Sustainability Alliance. It actually aims to decarbonize, electrify, optimize the coastal logistics supply chain and develop a future-ready maritime workforce as well. Electric boats or electric ships. Mm. I could get behind that. On the line with us this morning is Tan Tai Yong, who is Chief Executive Officer, PAX Ocean and Chairperson, CSA Council. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Thanks for having me on your show. Hey, thanks. We got a lot of detail to get through. Very exciting things happening. PAX Ocean, by the way, owns and operates five ship yachts located in Singapore, China, and Indonesia. It was first established back in 2007. Let's start off by talking about the Coastal Sustainability Alliance. What can you tell us about it? We formed the uh, Coastal Sustainability Alliance, like my partners, A-Star, Gem Plus, Jurong Port, Singapore, mm-hmm. Ecom, Sea Forest, and test so that we can do our part in supporting the industry resilience. And uh, of course, we launched it on the 14th of March. Pack Ocean was uh, driving this uh, launch as part of the uh, Singapore Maritime Group. So we bring to the table with many years of engineering, research and operational expertise and ex- experience as a collective group in the alliance so that we can build Singapore next generation maritime ecosystem. Mm. Taiyong, the thing is, before you can solve a problem, you've got to identify the reasons and the core of the problem, right? The reasons behind the problem as well. So why really is the maritime industry kind of slow uh, when it comes to going green, when it comes to decarbonization, when it comes to being sustainable as a whole? The maritime industry quite a little bit hard to be sustainable compared to 
other industry because there's challenges involved. For example, challenges like integrate and coordinate the ecosystem, access to technology and resources, to have clear regulation requirement as a standard. And also, of course, they must have a strong conviction to uh, fulfill the ecosystem goals. Uh, that's precisely why we form up this Coastal uh, Sustainability Alliance to try to do our part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mr. Tan, you're definitely an experienced man here. And, and this is really out of the curiosity of my mind. You know, being part of these sustainability efforts, and you might have been exposed to the old school style. How hard is it to get the old school guys on board this idea? I think we are getting traction in this. So, for example, we are looking at recycling the uh, batteries from the cars so that it can be used on the PXO series of vessels that we are designing now. Uh, of course, with uh, research expertise from uh, ASTAR uh-huh. and TECOMS. So we are trying to promote a vessel that will be more efficient and green so that it will increase the efficiency of providing uh, logistic support to the vessel coming to Singapore and so that it will make, make them think that Singapore is a part of core. They can come by having efficient logistic supplies. Yeah. So we can convince the people that are operating the vessels now. We have a more efficient, but in a better economic sense way of running this business. Okay. And of course, there's also a lot of publicity the movement towards uh, decarbonization. And I think it helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Make a case based on results, I guess. I'm sure you definitely have to base on result and an economic value to to uh, the supply chain. For sure, for sure. Yep. But that's the thing. I'll, I'll still hear a lot of people saying, look, in the short term, all of this will require investments, right? And I'll have to spend a lot of money on this. It's just way too expensive. What do you have to say to people who are still stuck on that worry that it might be too expensive, at least in the short to medium term? Okay, if you're talking about the electrification of vessels and uh, that we are looking at currently, in the short term, I think there's already batteries and uh, electric storage system, the technology has moved, and I, I believe the price will go down in the future. And of course, by using recycle or, and repurpose the electric vehicles, battery, I, we hope to uh, the cost in developing these vessels. The other thing is... Uh, for international shipping, there's currently there's not a, they do not have a viable commercial alternate fuel to replace fossil fuel that the industry has been using for many years. But there are already many developments led by the uh, major container ship owners with the Research Institute to look into alternate fuel. And uh, I think there are very positive uh, development and attraction into this area. So in the Long term, I believe we will be able to meet the 2050 goal. Mm, mm. No doubt, no doubt. I tell you, at the moment, uh, shipping costs for your online shopping become lower. Everyone will want to be sustainable. Mr. Tan, let's talk about this one. This, this sounds like a fun one. Uh, the full electric PXO vessel series project. Tell us a little bit about it. Who was involved? What can we expect? High Ocean is, uh, is a shipyard group. We also design vessels and of we have uh, our sister company like Porsche, PCL. We have a very strong shipping and offshore and subsea experience. Mm. So for the design part of it, we work very closely and with support from ASTAR and the rest of our alliance partner. We are trying to uh, develop this vessel to meet the requirements 
to reduce the vessel traffic in the Singapore coastal water. So we currently is at the uh, construction design stage. Of course, at the same time, our partners are also working on the energy storage system. We are also looking at uh, both uh, coastline and shore-based uh, charging system for the electric vessel. So basically, we are trying to build the whole ecosystem so that by 2030, we will have a new generation of a maritime ecosystem. Everybody is working on it. It's a collective effort. Mm, and speaking of collective efforts, all of these little efforts will go towards, at some point, reducing marine traffic as well, right? Uh, through logistics and fleet optimization, through initiatives such as digitalization as well. I understand that is one of the objectives of the Alliance, one of the strategic areas that it's working on. I also do hear of resistance in this area, though. So on the ground, what exactly is being done in order to get people on board, in order to get people who've worked in the industry for so many years to at least get on digitalization efforts in order to carry out that optimization that you're going for? Our first starting point is to uh, form the uh, our the sustainability, uh, sustainability Alliance. We've been discussing for a few months, almost a year, and finally we decided to launch it 14 March. And we already have uh, seven founding members. So moving forward, we invite like-minded companies and also maybe ship owners to join us so that we can develop a product that meet the industry requir- requirement. And I'm very sure that with this uh, broad spectrum of advanced technology and capabilities supported by ASTAR and TCOMs, we will be able to also create value in uh, create the in talent development to nurture the next generation of maritime talent. So as a, as a result, we will create more jobs by, by supporting the uh, worker upskilling and uh, upgrading mm. and uh, also will attract talents into this industry. Actually, we are working Tan- also with educational institutions to mm. provide in- innovation, uh, test-based and opportunities. Yeah, I, I couldn't help but, you know, when you mentioned uh, attracting talent, I, I just have really one last question for you uh, with regard to the talent. Why do you think... Young people don't want to join the maritime industry. Do they go, ah, you want me to work with ships? Ah? No, la, I want to be pilot, pilot sexy, you know. What are your thoughts on this? I think this, uh, some people many years ago, maybe they think that, uh, you know, the shipping, shipyard industry is a sunset industry, but we don't think so. I think there's many opportunities. So with this uh, new technology and uh, capabilities and yeah. uh, advanced electronics, in- including we having putting uh, AI digital training, smart manufacturing into a product, it will attract the young talents and even middle, uh, mid-career switchers and even okay. senior executives to come into this industry. We need a vibrant and a strong workforce to support the maritime ecosystem to continue to make Singapore the, fa- uh, the favourite part of call for all the uh, vessels and uh, make sure that we don't have a supply chain disruption Especially, you know, over the, this, 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 few, this couple of months, there's a lot of developments. I think supply chain disruption is, is really a, a, something that we need to look into and uh, to support the sea transportation and making Singapore a maritime hub. Yeah. It's very important to have talents and uh, people coming forward to be part of this uh, system to continue with, with this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Taeyong, make it sexy and they <laughs> will come, I assure you. Thank you yeah. so much for joining us this morning, Taeyong. Tan Taeyong, Chief Executive Officer, PAX Ocean and Chairperson of the CSA. You stay safe and take care, Taeyong. Thank you. I have a nice day. Thank you. 
To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.